And it's like this portal of love that you have as a dad and you can't compare it to any other. And it's this new unique thing. And it, it just, it hit me like a lightning bolt when we were in the hospital the second she was born. Welcome to The Art of Fatherhood, a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood. Now here's your host, Art Eddy. This week's The Art of Fatherhood podcast is being brought to you by RPACT. RPACT is the one app every parent needs to keep their children safe online. Whether surfing the internet, playing games online, or engaging with social media, RPACT is always there to protect your children even when you can't be. RPACT's mission is to assist parents in teaching children healthy digital habits and responsible, proper device use. RPACT is easy to use, easy to set up, and great for parents who are concerned about their children's excessive use of technology. Whether it's scheduling device-free time for the family, schoolwork, or simply helping kids take a break from the web, RPACT is the perfect solution to encourage a healthy balance between technology and personal interaction. From screen time allowance to specific app blocking, filtering out inappropriate websites, or even getting periodic screenshots from your child's devices, RPACT was built with a simple goal in mind, keeping your kids safe while they're online. RPACT even has a dynamic family locator tool that allows you to find your kids 24 hours a day review their location history, and even see the exact routes and stops they made on any given day. It all adds up to make RPAC the most comprehensive parental control and family locator app on the market. If you're considering buying a new device for your kids this holiday season, sign up for RPAC's 14-day free trial and pair your kid's new device before gifting it to help them create responsible device and screen time habits. For more information, and to download the RPACT app, go to their website at rpact.com slash artoffatherhood or find RPACT in your mobile device app store and start your 14-day free trial. What's going on, everybody? Art Eddie here for another edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. I'm very happy to have the one and only Peter Bingsley. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me, sir. How you What's doing? Up, Art? Good, good. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, man. Looking forward to chat with you. Going to be talking about A Christmas Story, the, you know, the sequel. It's such a great movie. It hit me in so many different ways. I love it. Looking forward to chatting with you about that. But I love bringing, you know, this movie has fatherhood vibes. And the other one did too as well. But let's talk mm-hmm. about, you know, your father journey. When you found out you were going to be a dad, sir, what was going through your mind? <laughs> well, I think fear kind of bangs you first. You know, I'm a little older. I, have, I my, my kids are five and two. So I was very career focused in, in life and always wanted and, you know, was hoping for a family. Um, so when I got it, it's fear. And then it, you know, it totally sets in and, and my girl is the oldest. So I had different kind of anxieties there, but I'll tell you now, you know, spending five years as a dad with her and, you know, my dad's really a guy's guy and kind of grew up and, um, with him. So just learning about girls and how sweet they are and how much they love their daddies has been awesome. And then my second boy is a son. And so that's been a real gift to have. So I feel very, very blessed. Nice, man. Yeah, I got two daughters, 14 and 12. And being a girl dad oh, is awesome. I feel like they'll always It is cool, isn't it? I mean, it's like, it's all this stuff you don't know exists and princesses and brushing hair and all the things and they want your help with it. And they're so sweet, just the way they communicate. And she was so easy to raise. And then, you know, my son, he was his age, is just smashing everything. I'm like, do you see the difference, honey? It's like, so fundamental. It's just all trucks and cars, trucks, cars, trucks, cars, trucks, cars. And, you know, I would tell her one time, Please don't touch that. Okay, Daddy, never touch it again. Him, don't touch it. He smiles and looks at me. <laughs> just, <"Bam!" laughs> it's like you're almost better not to say anything. It's like I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, love it, man. So I mean, that's you know, just the kind of blades into my next question. What is something that 
fatherhood or your kids have taught you about life or about yourself that maybe you didn't know was there, but once you had kids, you're like, oh, that's that's me or this is about life because of my kids. You definitely like, it's this new bucket, right? So you have your your mom and dad who you love. You have your brothers and sisters you love. You have your spouse who you love and your friends. And then you have a kid and it's like this entirely new portal, almost like this secret society is opened up and it's like this portal of love that you have as a dad and you can't compare it to any other and it's this new unique thing and it it just it hit me like a lightning bolt when we were in the hospital the second that she was born and it so it's i guess this thing that i learned is that it's sort of like this this club or this area or this 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 thing that until you are it you don't know that it exists because it's really just a feeling that you have and it's this other total sort of portal of category of love and that's been really really cool um and it's incomparable to anything else so um so it's just it's just been awesome and i know i'm at the beginning and a lot of the fun stages my friends warn me they're like (laughs) you'll see (laughs) but i just i just i just am really excited for the future nice man so that goes to my next question i want to know like is there a dad hack or a piece of advice um, that you'd offer to new dads? I'm going to give you one because your kids are okay. obviously are younger than mine. And people are saying, oh, good luck when they get older. I'm gonna, like for me to you, and it, and it seems like you're doing this already, but always take stock and interest to what they're in. No matter if it's Roblox, no matter if it's like dinosaurs, whatever the case may be, whatever they're into, just keep on communicating with them all throughout their you know ages. Not saying you wouldn't before, but I'm saying like, they will see like, oh, dad cares about all the stuff I'm interested in. And that builds a strong relationship as they get older. So they don't feel like, oh, he's just asking like, what's going on just because he wants to know what I'm doing. He doesn't trust me. Just a little yeah. tip right there. <laughs> no, I, I think it's very well said. And, you know, to that, um, you know, I, I, have, I guess I kind of play make-believe in my profession, but um, I'm playing a lot of make-believe. You know, we're playing, hey, daddy, let's play school. And you're the student, I'm the teacher. And it's like, okay, it's time for recess. Let's walk. And I agree. And I I, I think what I would second to that um, as my kind of dad hack is I think dads can fall into the habit of wanting their kids to pursue the things that they cared about, right? And the things that they were really into. Most important thing, and my wife and I talk about this a lot, I'm most interested in what my kids want to pursue and I want to support that, Yeah. right? And how I can back channel is I can teach them how to be excellent at that, how to have integrity in doing that, how to aspire for greatness in what they want to do. But I'm not here to impose anything that I did or live out any second acts through my own kids. I'm interested in what they want to do. So I say exposed to a lot, right? Let them try the different sports, the different things, encourage them to try and maybe finish one season and that's it. They don't like it, move on. Yeah. Find what they really like and support that. Love it. And and yeah, it goes back to, you know, just with movies and all that, since you're an actor, writer, all that good stuff, like the Varsity Blues, James Vanderbeek, I don't want your life, right? <laughs> right. No, exactly. It's true. And I think maybe stuff that dads feel like they left or they didn't have the resources to pursue, they'll let their kid do it with vigor and they'll give them all the resources, but maybe the kid doesn't want to do it, you yeah. know? And Kids just like us, it's going to flip-flop. It's like, you know, today I want to be a superhero and then tomorrow I want to be this and then this. Let them. It's okay. You know, and the things that they're interested, to your point, be interested, but also support kind of where they want to go with it. No doubt. And now we're going to talk about A Christmas Story Christmas. It's a sequel, obviously, to The Beloved Christmas Story. I've been checking out interviews uh, that you've had already and just talking about, like, 
when you know people saying when was the, why was this the perfect time i'm gonna even go into yeah. that because i know you've been asked that question i just want to say like especially with an iconic movie like christmas story right it's sometimes it's on like different channels 24 7 back in the day that was my everyone went to bed i'd wrap christmas presents watching that movie on, on a yeah, loop, right? cool. this movie hit me in so many different ways because i think once you become a parent you look at things differently that's right and my mom passed away in 2012 and there was a couple of things and I don't want to ruin it, but there were certain parallels towards the end of the movie that got, got, got boost goosebumps because there was something that was very similar that happened in the movie mm -hmm. that happened with my mm -hmm. mom a few years after. And then just seeing, you know, you, this movie wasn't trying to be a number two of a Christmas story. It was evolving. And I thought you guys did so well, just, talking about you as you know as an older guy and you know trying to navigate through fatherhood and just writing a book and all that good stuff what are you most proud of from this film well thank you for that and you know it it, it wasn't i one thing that was sort of my headline in this we've been actively developing in about four years i said guys we we're going to play offense make an entertaining movie be great we got to play defense we need to kind of protect the integrity and the love on the original don't fall in the trap of just pitching callbacks and Easter eggs all day long. We have a lot of restraint. We have some for the fans, yes, but there was a lot of restraint in that. I think what I'm most proud of is that it's it's its own original story, but it fits sort of like a puzzle piece to the original. You know, and you talk about fatherhood. Darren McAvenue played the dad in the original. That that relates. First of all, Darren was such an amazing actor in person, and that relationship of Ralphie and his old man, you know, really feels like such a wish fulfillment relationship you know he asked everybody for the gun in that original movie ralphie does yeah santa claus writes about his teacher his mom the only person he doesn't ask is his dad and who gets it for him is dad because he knows it's what yeah. the kid wanted you know and it's such that cool sort of unsaid thing and so this movie is very much an homage i think to to dads very much an homage to that old man character and it is in the materials, but the, really the starting point is the old man has passed and Ralphie comes home to try to put on a Christmas and step into those shoes. And, you know, this idea as a kid, kids' movies, first one, kid's perspective, you want the perfect Christmas gift, but you know this as a parent, what do you want for Christmas now? You want Christmas to be great for your kids. So that's like the term. So Ralphie's obsessed with trying to do that and he's not really equipped and he's trying hard. Yeah, and again... Kudos to you and the team for just for this movie, because like you said, you weren't trying to do so many callbacks. The callbacks maybe that were in there were just very heartfelt. Talk about the casting process. It's great to see Scott, Zach, RD in there. And, and, oh, yeah, and some of the sure. some of the move like some of the parts where you're saying you weren't doing a callback, but the way you introduced the characters from the original movie, especially one scene again towards the end when it involves a star, I thought that was a chef's kiss. The way that transpired, I'm like, brilliant like every time i'm watching certain scenes i'm like great move not a great writing move but like for you the casting process was great bringing new people in but also bringing in some old favorites right yeah well for sure so we got bringing in new people julie julie haggerty plays the mom um aaron hayes gets to play my wife um who's such a comedic genius and has you know good acting chops but it was important like a lot of people have asked and you avoided it but why 39 years one of the reasons we wanted to get the original cast back you know and so to get them all back into this movie was very cool and then it's really fun to think about it. so we talked about okay so what's Ralphie like his dad what's he like 30 years later then it's like what's Randy like right his little brother what are Flick and Schwartz like 
probably pretty similar. <laughs> They're probably now just <laughs> sitting at the bar and still kind of breaking each other's balls and daring each other to do probably more dangerous stuff now than they should be doing. Um, they're probably day drinking sometimes, you know, it's like, okay. And then Scott Farkas makes it back and to, you know, think of what we wanted to do with that character was exciting. And we're really excited to share that with audiences of sort of what's become of Scott and what's become of Ralphie and Scott. So well done. Two more questions before I finish off the fatherhood quick five. And again, I appreciate you being generous with your time. How would you say Ralphie's parenting style is similar to your parenting style? Um, that's interesting. Um, well, there's definitely a pretty big subplot in the movie that Ralphie in essence says, you need to figure this out on your own. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, it has potentially dangerous consequences to it. Um, that might be a similarity. You know, you, you can like, tell people to do stuff, but you can't rob people the journey of going through things um, to grow. And it's a balance, but Ralphie's a seventies dad and it was get out of the house and come back when it's dark and just make a good decision. No cell phones, no way to communicate. I mean, it's, it's shocking when you look back at sort of the freedom compared to how possessive and helicoptery just your natural instinct is now to be, and you're not wrong to have it, but you've got to find a balance of sometimes like, uh -uh, let him fail, let him fail. It's okay. It's okay. We'll be here for the fallout, but let him go through it. Speaking of seventies families and seventies, like fatherhood, I love the fact, and this got me, this was like, wait, what? Where are the seatbelts when the kids are riding the back and they're like going back and forth? I'm like, oh yeah, oh, they really didn't around. care. Just, <laughs> no, you he probably ripped them out of the car because they were an inconvenience at the time. Um, it's totally true. Uh, one more question for Father Quick Five. Kind of maybe a loaded question, but you've done so many great movie shows uh, as a writer, acting, producer, especially the MCU. I love the different things that you were in. Obviously, you helped with Iron Man produce it in Iron Man. And then the, the writing and the way it was involved in Spider-Man Far From Home was fantastic. Do you prefer acting, writing, or producing, or do you love them all, but is there one that like is above the others? It's hard to put a love because they're very different. What yeah. this was the like the coming back to do so, yes, in the MCU cameo, like breakup did a fun, like little supporting role. Um, for Christmases come in. I've been able to kind of come in, have some fun, especially with Vince, my longtime friend and producing partner, Vince Vaughn, right? Gotta have fun seeing the bowling alley and break up, do cool stuff. Um and then get out. So it's been easy. This was like coming back to a lead of a movie. Um, I think, you know, you got to go pretty far back on the acting bench since I was leading the movie. It might be the Dirt Bike Kid in like 1985. So that was challenging, but I welcomed the challenge. I was excited for it. Nice. Now we got the Father Quick Five. Besides A Christmas Story or Christmas Story Christmas, favorite family movie in your household, what is it? Oh, it might be Christmas Vacation. Nice. Uh, favorite band or artist you couldn't wait like musically like to your kids to show your kids or obviously they're still young so maybe you're kind of waiting but is there a band you can't wait to like say hey check out their music yeah I'm gonna have to wait a minute but I was a big so social distortion fan growing up <laughs> so it's gonna take a second especially for some of their early stuff yeah. <laughs> like huh um uh but I've already started to share Willie Nelson I'm kind of also a really like an old country fan so nice. um sharing lots of that cool Describe the perfect family vacation. Where would it be? For me, um, I grew up fishing, spending a lot of time in Florida, ocean fishing. So on the boat, fishing by day, catching that, eating that fish that you caught at night. Nice. Kids going to bed and then, you know, adults sitting out watching the sunset. 
Love it. Having, like having, a, having some beers. Nice. Like I mentioned earlier, MCU part of it. Favorite comic book character is? I mean, growing up, and not because I happened to appear, which I had nothing to do with, it was all their genius creation. Peter Parker and um, Peter Parker Spectacular was a favorite comic book of mine. So yeah. Spider-Man was a kind of, it was because it was high school, right? It was like, oh, that guy's accessible. He's not some 40 year old dude who's 250 pounds. It's like, yeah, we kind of can relate to this kid. Nice. And lastly, top three words you hope your kids would use to describe you as a dad. What would you want them to be? <laughs> top three, um, uh, loving, um, supportive, um there nice awesome peter thank you so much for your time people make sure you check out a christmas story christmas on hbo max it's going to be your new holiday favorite along with christmas story again you guys did everything right in this movie all the feels all the great ways to kind of look at things differently but thank you again for the time and i wish you and your family continued success thank you merry merry christmas happy holidays to you and your family as well thank you Art. thank you I want to take time to thank this week's sponsor, RPAC, for so many reasons. First and foremost, they're looking to help our kids stay safe, whether they're playing games online, social media, or just trying to create healthy digital habits, not just for kids, but for parents as well. We all know that kids will follow our lead, and if RPAC is helping us create safe and healthy digital habits, our kids will follow our lead as well. And RPAC, over the years, has been supporting the art of fatherhood. And please support the people who are supporting me. It would mean a lot. This organization is great. I'm very thankful for their time and efforts in promoting the Art of Fatherhood podcast. It means the world to me. So please, again, help the people that are helping me trying to create a positive message about fatherhood. And while you're online, please rate, subscribe, and review to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Check out the Art of Fatherhood website at artoffatherhood.net. You'll see the podcast. You'll see the Dad's Doing It Right columns, the Collector of the Week. I talk all things about pop culture, parenting tips, all that good stuff. Or feel free to just leave comments over at my website. I'd greatly appreciate it. But again, thanks to RPACT. Make sure you check them out at rpact.com. Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to artoffatherhood.net.